Welcome back to Night Falls, the bedtime show of classic and original stories designed to guide you into a calm and peaceful sleep. I'm Jeffrey, and tonight let's venture out on a sunrise safari around Kruger National Park in South Africa. We'll join a ranger named Rafaro, who knows the park like the back of his hand, and so knows just where to find its most impressive wildlife, namely an elephant named Imka, who today has a surprise in store for her ranger friend. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our valued sponsors, who keep this free content possible. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Alison stirred and stretched her arms over her head lethargically. These early mornings would never get easy, but it was all worth it for the sights she would get to see. It was Alison's first morning heading out on safari, and the excitement and anticipation for what she would get to see was enough to push her out of bed. Despite her body desperately longing to stay tucked up tight, she lifted her eye mask up from over her eyes and fluttered her eyelashes steadily to acclimatize to the room. She flicked on the bedside light and crept over to the long drapes that covered the large glass door windows. She peeped outside and saw only darkness. The world was still dark, but it was only 4am after all. She checked her watch. She had half an hour to get ready and make it to the collection point for her sunrise safari ride. Luckily, the night before in the hotel bar, she had chatted to a couple of Americans who had already been out on safari for a week, so they were able to give her several tips. Their big tip for her was to wrap up warm for the morning safari. The image of the warm grasslands of South Africa might trick you into thinking it is warm all the time, but the early mornings are surprisingly cold. And as you drive along in your open-top land cruiser, the wind can be chilling. 
Alison spritzed mosquito spray all over her body and applied SPF to her face. Then she dressed in long trousers and a baggy hoodie to keep herself warm during the journey. She wanted to be as comfortable as possible for the three-hour safari ride. Once she was ready, Alison moved to leave for the hotel foyer. As she opened the door to her hotel room onto the outdoor patio outside, she halted. A pair of glowing eyes stared at her through the darkness, frozen in surprise. Alison's eyes took a second to adjust to the dark, but when they had focused, she gasped. The glowing eyes belonged to a beautiful, gentle impala. The antelope must have been wandering through the resort peacefully when Alison emerged from her room and startled it. After a few moments of staring at each other, the impala trotted off back into the darkness, leaving Alison on her hotel room doorstep. She giggled to herself. It wasn't every day that you opened your door to a wild animal like that. She could tell that this morning was going to be special. Alison went to the hotel foyer where she met the rest of the tourists who were riding on the same morning safari as her. There were about a dozen people riding together and everyone was buzzing with drowsy anticipation. Everyone looked like they could use another few hours in bed as they rubbed their eyes. Some tourists had large fancy cameras hanging from around their necks, ready to take photos of the incredible wildlife they were likely to see. Alison had opted to go tag-free for her first safari experience. She wanted to remain in the moment. She didn't want to miss anything because she was busy taking photos or videos on her phone. After a few minutes, a large, open-top land cruiser pulled up at the hotel entrance and the group all moved toward the vehicle. A stocky man wearing a neutral shirt and shorts and a pith helmet hopped out of the driver's seat and opened up all the side doors to the vehicle. He welcomed his guests aboard. Good morning, everyone. The driver greeted them all. My name is Rufaro, and I will be your guide this morning around the majestic Kruger National Park. Alison settled herself into the back row on the far end next to a Norwegian couple. Is this your first safari? The Norwegian man asked Alison in a hushed voice. Even though they were all awake and raring to go, everyone spoke in quiet tones so as not to disrupt the still night air. Alison nodded her head. Yes, this is my first time, she replied. Is it yours? The Norwegian couple both shook their heads and admitted that this was their third time on safari. 
They had already visited Botswana and Namibia together and had seen most of the big five. The only animal that they were still yet to spot was a rhino, and they were hoping that their luck might be in, here in South Africa. Alison hoped that their luck would be in too. She would love to see a rhino, but she knew how rare they were. Several species of the majestic animal were almost extinct. Their driver, Rafaro, closed all of the vehicle doors and climbed back into the driver's seat. He kicked the engine into gear and started the short journey to the gates of Kruger National Park. The land cruiser chugged along the dark roads, the sound of its engine the only sound that could be heard in the still, pitch-black night. There was no sign of the sun on the horizon, and as Alison peered into the trees on either side of them, she wondered if they would be able to see anything as they drove around. As they passed through the gate to the National Park, it was like they were entering another world. There was no sign of hotels or human life on the other side. The roads were gravelly dirt tracks, and all around them was long, untamed grass and towering trees. Alison held her breath. She was suddenly very aware that they were passing through the homeland of many incredible, gigantic animals. It was both exhilarating and a little intimidating. Rufaro, their driver, instructed a couple of passengers to hold two large torchlights and flash them out into the surrounding wilderness. Everyone in the land cruiser was to be on alert to look around for signs of life in the darkness. Not long after they had entered the park, Alison spotted a large figure close by, moving through the long grass. Over there, she whispered, trying to keep her voice down so as not to startle whichever animal it was. Rufaro brought the vehicle to a halt, and the passengers holding the torchlights spun them around in the direction that Alison was pointing. The beams forced their way through the darkness and fell upon a huge elephant plodding its way silently through the grass. Everyone in the vehicle fell silent. You could hear a pin drop. The engine was no longer whirring. There was no chatter amongst the passengers, and everyone held their breath. The magnificent elephant stepped closer and closer to their vehicle. Alison could feel her heart beating fast in her chest, The elephant approached the vehicle and stopped by the side. If Alison wanted to, she could reach out and softly graze her fingertips against the skin of the gigantic elephant, but she daren't do anything to disturb it. The elephant peered through the windows and reached its trunk into the vehicle. 
The passengers on the front row giggled as the elephant's trunk reached Rafaro and flicked his hat off his head. Rafaro began to laugh and exclaimed, Good morning, Imka. It's nice to see you too. Alison watched with amazement as the elephant affectionately stroked Rafaro's face with her trunk and Rafaro confidently patted the elephant's face. Alison was both bewildered and impressed. How wonderful it must be to be so at one with the wild animals on the safari lands. Rafaro introduced them all to the friendly elephant, Imka. She was a mare and the leader of her herd of female elephants. She rarely travelled alone, so no doubt her fellow elephants must be somewhere nearby. Alison watched the radiant elephant toy with Rafaro affectionately. Everyone was so busy watching the incredible interaction in the darkness that they almost missed the surprise hiding behind the elephant called Imka. Alison noticed it first and pointed it out to everyone with a heightened whisper. Look, there's a baby with her. Everyone in the vehicle's eyes turned to the adorable elephant calf lurking behind its mother. Rafaro grinned and informed them all that the calf was named Umi. Imka, Umi and their herd could often be found wandering these parts. Where there was one, the rest weren't far behind. Alison was surprised that Imka was allowing them all to be so close to her child. But she supposed that since Imka had such an apparent strong bond with Rafaro, that Imka trusted the people he was with too. After a good ten minutes of admiring the two elephants, Rafaro announced that it would be best to move on through the park and leave the elephants be. Kruger National Park was extremely large, and if they wanted to make even a dent in it, then they had best continue with their journey. As the vehicle whirred along down the dirt paths, through the darkness, Alison and the rest of the passengers kept their eyes fixed firmly on what was outside. Before Alison had hardly noticed, the sun began to rise on the horizon, making it much easier to search for animals. The morning wasn't bright and the sun was low in the sky, but it was enough for them all to see better without the assistance of Rafaro's torchlights. Their vehicle drove past many impalas, grazing on the grass by the roadside and trotting up and down the dirt tracks. Rafaro explained that they would see a lot of impala during their trip. The antelope were extremely common in these parts. 
After an hour of driving, Alison was beginning to wonder if the two elephants and the group of antelope would be the only animals she saw in this safari ride. They hadn't seen anything else for so long. She longed to see the great rhino and a pack of lions on the prowl. She wanted to witness hippopotamuses emerging from the waters of the rivers and baboons following their vehicle with intrigue. She knew that this was only her first time on a safari, so she had to be patient. But Alison had been looking forward to this trip for so long that she didn't want to miss a thing. After what felt like a lifetime of driving around the grasslands, Rufaro drove their vehicle down a road into a large clearing surrounded by trees. He stopped the land cruiser and turned off the engine. The passengers looked around, excitedly, wondering what he had pulled over for. But Rufaro held up his hand to patiently silence the group. Close your eyes, he instructed them all. I want you to listen for a minute. Listen to the sounds around you. Focus on what you can hear. Embrace being a part of this wondrous land. Alison closed her eyes and cleared her mind. She breathed in as quietly as possible so as not to disrupt her ears from focusing on the sounds around her. It was peacefully quiet. There were no hints of human life aside from those who were in their vehicle. There was the gentle humming in the air from the bugs, the occasional high-pitched tweet of birds in the trees, And somewhere off in the distance, she heard a call from a creature she couldn't quite place. It wasn't a roar. It wasn't an elephant's harumph. It was a low-pitched groan of sorts. Perhaps it was a rhino. Then... Alison made the sound of an elephant's call way past the trees. The animals could be far away or close by. It was hard to tell in the midst of such vast plains of open land. Alison liked this exercise. Taking a couple of minutes to be still and focus on the environment around them helped to fully immerse her in this incredible land they were lucky enough to tread on. She felt humbled by the experience. Rufaro kicked the engine back into gear and the passengers opened their eyes to look around them again. Just as Rufaro was about to pull the car away, the man sitting in front of Alison sat forward and called out, Look over there. 
They all watched in awe as a stealthy leopard emerged from the trees and gracefully strode across the clearing. All of a sudden, a second leopard appeared from behind and started to chase the first leopard. The two big cats, lean, nimble bodies, tumbled and rolled as the beautiful animals crossed right in front of their vehicle. Rafaro was just as mesmerized as his passengers. He commented with delight that it was rare to catch sight of one leopard, so seeing two at once was almost unheard of. They were all very lucky. Rafaro explained how leopards are solitary animals that prefer to live and hunt on their own. No doubt these two female leopards were squabbling over territory. They all watched for as long as they possibly could until another safari vehicle arrived from behind. Rafaro decided to move on so that the other vehicle could have a chance to witness the fantastic animals. Their time on safari was rapidly passing by as the sun rose higher in the sky and their sunrise safari came close to its end. However, Allison wasn't disappointed. By the time they were on their way back to the lodge hotel, they had passed towering giraffes and spotted toddling warthogs by the side of the track. They had come across a group of zebra crossing the road, and on their way back, they had passed a herd of elephants trodding across the plains. Oh, there is Imka and her herd, Rufaro pointed out as they slowed down to let the herd of gentle giants pass. They watched all of the adult mares plod on by, but something was missing. There was no sight of Imka's calf, Umi. Alison watched the herd led by Imka pass by. She leaned forward and asked Rafaro, Can you see Umi? Rafaro brushed off Alison's concern and explained that Umi was always wandering off on his own little adventures, but he always found his way back to his mother and their herd by the end of the day. The other passengers were too busy taking photos of the beautiful creatures to notice that Umi had wandered off. But Alison couldn't stop wondering what the little elephant could be up to. After the elephants had moved on, Rafaro drove them all back to the large hotel. The vehicle pulled up outside the hotel entrance and Rafaro opened the doors for the passengers to hop out. All of the tourists were ravenous and headed straight to the hotel restaurant for breakfast. But Alison held back. She couldn't stop thinking about Umi and Imka, the elephants, 
As Rufaro climbed back into the driver's seat and tipped his hat to her in farewell, Alison threw caution to the wind and asked Rufaro, Will you go looking for the elephant cough? Rufaro halted and turned back to her with a comforting smile. Oh, Umi is always wandering off on his own adventures. He'll be absolutely fine, he assured her. Alison knew he was right, but couldn't help feeling drawn to find the young, adventurous calf. On a whim, she suggested, Why don't we go out to search for Umi together? Rafaro was touched by Alison's interest in the animal, but he had a full day's work to do, and he would get in trouble if he just went off on a wild goose chase to find an elephant. Alison thought for a moment. Then she had an idea. What if I hire you for a private drive? She proposed. I'll pay you for a day's drive, and we can go out and search for Umi? Rufaro chuckled at Alison's eagerness. If she was willing to cover his work for the day, then it was fine by him. So the pair set off in Rufaro's large land cruiser and headed straight back into Kruger National Park. You do realise that the Kruger is huge, Rufaro reminded Alison. Kruger is the size of the country of Wales. We won't necessarily come across any of the elephants again on our drive. They could be anywhere by now. But Alison had hope. The herd couldn't have gone too far, and surely the young calf couldn't be too far away either. The land cruiser rolled along the dirt roads, switching routes at every turn in the hopes they would catch sight of the elephant herd or of the intrepid calf. They drove around for hours and hours, but there was no sign of Umi. They passed several other vehicles cruising around the national park as they roamed, not to mention they saw even more animals than they had on the sunrise safari. Alison finally got to see her beloved lion pack prowling down the side of the road. They were even bigger than she had imagined, and as they passed by, she felt very aware of how small she was in comparison to the majestic animals on safari. As they passed over Crocodile Bridge, a vehicle approached from the opposite direction, Rufaro slowed his cruiser down and pulled up alongside the driver's window of the vehicle. Masego, he greeted the female driver. Have you spotted Imka and her herd of elephants while driving around this morning? Masego informed him that she had. In fact, they weren't too far away. The herd were bathing themselves in the river nearby. Ah, that's great. Rufaro cheered, thanking her for her help. Now we just need to find that little daredevil Umi. 
Alison was intrigued to know how Rafaro knew that Umi wandered off often. But the answer was obvious. Rafaro lived and worked here. He'd spent almost every day in Kruger National Park for years. Spending so much time anywhere gave you plenty of opportunities to get to know the area, the animals, and their patterns of behavior. Alison questioned him. Have you ever found Umi before, off on one of his adventures? Rafaro chuckled at the memories and replied that he indeed had. There had been several occasions when he had come across the plucky little elephant wandering off on its own. Once he had found the calf splashing around in the river, sucking water up through his trunk and spraying some passing warthogs playfully. Rafaro had also found the tyke rolling around in a big patch of wet mud the day after a thunderstorm. The tourists he had been giving a tour to had adored watching the elephant calf get delightfully dirty and play in the mud. Umi was full of personality, but he always returned to his mother by nightfall. Alison wondered what mischief they would catch Yumi getting up to today. They drove past Imka and the elephant herd drinking from the river. Dimka raised her trunk in greeting to Rafaro. Alison didn't think she would ever stop being impressed by this incredible bond with the creature. After another half an hour of driving, Alison was starting to feel tired. She'd been up since before the break of dawn, and she was starting to get hungry. Staring out at the land intently for so many hours was exhausting, and she leaned back against the back of her chair and rested her head drowsily. Just as Alison's eyes were starting to flutter closed, she spotted something at the bottom of a tree, far off in the distance. She sat upright and grabbed Rafaro's attention. She pointed to the tree and they slowed down to take a better look. Alison couldn't quite make out what the figure was from so far away but it looked unusual. Perhaps it was just a rock, but Alison was sure she had noticed it move. Rafaro picked up his binoculars and peeped through them, gazing in the direction of the tree. After a few moments, Alison watched as an affectionate smile crept across his face. He held out the binoculars and told her to take a look. She took the binoculars from him and brought the lenses up to her eyes. When she realized what it was beneath the tree, Alison's heart swelled to twice its size. Lying beneath the cooling branches of the tree was a young elephant calf enjoying some shade from the midday sun. 
It looked like Kumi's adventure today was a little more relaxing than usual. Alison and Rafaro watched over the snoozing tyke adoringly. Umi's little tail swished as he dreamed, and every now and then his big ears flapped in the breeze. Rafaro opened up a big bag by his feet and pulled out a sandwich he had packed for his lunch. He offered half to Alison and she gratefully accepted it. She was so hungry. The pair sat in companionable silence, eating their sandwiches and watching over the slumbering calf. Alison closed her eyes and focused on the sounds around her, like Rafaro had instructed them all to do earlier that morning. She could hear the wind rushing through the long grass and blustering the cloth curtains on their vehicle. She could hear a light buzzing in the air, no doubt created by the insects that lived in the grasslands. But other than that, she could only hear the sound of her own breath flowing in and out of her chest. It was perfectly peaceful. Then, off in the distance, Alison heard the sound of an elephant's call. She and Rafaro looked around to see Imka and her herd walking toward them. Hearing his mother's call, little Umi rolled over beneath the tree and scrambled to his feet. The adorable little elephant trotted towards his mother, like a dog being called back to its owner. Imka wrapped up her calf in an embrace using her trunk, closing her eyes and savouring the reunion. Imka lifted her head to stare straight at Rafaro and Alison. She paused, and Alison wondered whether Imka trusted that they had been watching over her child. But her question was answered almost instantly, as Imka raised her trunk in the air and waved to them before turning around to lead her herd off in the other direction. Seeing Mumi reunited with his mother was enough to satisfy Alison, and she instructed Rafaro to drive her back to the hotel. She had enjoyed an eventful morning on safari, but now she longed to return to her room and to sleep for a while. Alison would have never thought that safari could be so exhausting. But as she rested her head against the cushion of her seat and allowed her eyes to close, she soon realized just how much energy she had surprisingly used. <laughs>